Welcome to Journey to Inner Wisdom. I'm Crystal Cotto Sullivan and your host of this podcast. I've been talking about the many facets of the Journey to Inner Wisdom. At this new year, as this new year begins, I will continue to explore the many and varied ways that people search for and find wisdom. This journey takes many turns and there are sometimes detours, invitations, forks in the road. Sometimes we're prepared and sometimes are, we, have, we have choices to make and sometimes we're asleep and sometimes we're surprised. In this podcast, I hope to talk with people on the journey about topics that will challenge us to go deeper and stretch further into the wisdom of this journey. We're all on a journey in this life, but it takes awareness and being awake to discover the wisdom in everyday life. In my last podcast, I gave you the 12 days of awareness as an exercise to review and set out your intentions for the new year. In my next Enneagram program, I'll be focusing on how different personalities have different approaches to setting intentions and goals, because it's not one size fits all. Today, my conversation with Joanne Mugi will be about her on-purpose journey. In exploring her journey, I, I hope you will be inspired to continue to develop your intentions for 2023. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. Nice to have you here. So let oh. me tell you all a bit about Joanne before we begin our conversation. Um, you'll learn more about her as she um, talks about her own journey, but just kind of an overview. Joanne's first career was as an elementary school teacher. Um, she also owned a franchise, Kettle Creek Canvas Company in Essex County. And I can remember going to that um, store on Polisher Street and also the main um uh, store was it in Port Stanley Joanne I think yes. yes yes and she has 28 years experience in real estate she's been a student and facilitator of the on-purpose person program for 22 years she's an author an outdoor enthusiast lifelong learner wife mother and grandmother so again welcome Joanne it's been a while since we've had a conversation, and I'm delighted that you're going to join me today, sharing your journey, your expertise, and your wisdom about living with purpose. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share some of my life journey. Great. Well, and I know that um, we're going to chat about your on-purpose work today a little bit, but um, I think that for me, what is even more interesting is just the aspects of of your journey. Um, the many chapters and the many lessons. And we, when we did check in, um, you've had a very, I don't even know the word to describe it, a challenging and interesting, uh, uh, a difficult, and yet uh, a year of learning. And so oh, I would want I would to, to um, maybe let us know uh, where you're at and, and, um, a little bit about this journey of yours. Okay, I shall do that. First of all, Crystal, I have to thank you most sincerely for the program that you offered before Christmas, the 12 Days of Awareness. Oh, you're welcome. And I'll explain later uh, to the listeners how, how that all worked, but I'll just share a little bit about my journey. First and foremost, I think um, over the last 20 some years, I've come to look at my life as um, a spiritual 
person having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And the the journey's been long and a lot of different mm -hmm. twists and turns. But um, I'm just going to back up to December of 2019, you know, before all the pandemic and all the craziness started. Mm -hmm. And um, it was really interesting because I'm one of those people. I've been a, a planner. Uh, I love controlling my life or trying to. <laughs> and so I every year in November, December, I would do my business plan to make sure that I was ready to go out the gate in January. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this particular year in January, I had invited um, a group of uh, women entrepreneur friends of mine, and we were going to have a cottage weekend and talk about our business plans for the year. Mm -hmm. So as I was attempting to put this together for the first time in many years, I just sort of hit a roadblock and I just couldn't seem to get the thing to come together. And worse than that, I was feeling a lack of enthusiasm for it, which was really unusual for me. Mm -hmm. So I thought, wow, this is really awkward because I've invited them to talk about a business plan and I'm going to be the only one there without one. <laughs> that was really awkward. But anyway, early in January, um, I just decided in my morning meditation to just kind of think about this. And uh, as I said, sometimes I get really clear messages uh, when I'm aware. Mm -hmm. And um, the message came and it said, and it was all in capital letters, three lines, said, be still, listen, and know, mm. K-N-O-W. Mm. And it was like, like, like a whack on the side of the head for me, really it was. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought, oh, well, that's as clear a message as you can get. So <laughs> I gave myself permission, mm -hmm. again, which was unusual because normally I don't give myself much slack. Yep. But I gave myself permission to uh, kind of back away from my commitments that I was making with my on-purpose work and so on. And at that point, I had been retired from real estate about uh, three years and was fully engaged in offering the on-purpose program. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, I gave myself permission to take the first three months of 2020 off. And of course, we all know the story of by the end of March, when I should have known what was my clear direction, the pandemic had set in and we were in lockdown. Okay. So clearly, um, there was a shift going on. And in the background of uh, all of this, uh, one of the reasons that I chose to retire when I did from my busy real estate career was not only did I want to pursue on purpose, I felt that was where I was needed to be at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. But also, I had at that time, a granddaughter, my first granddaughter. And um, 10 years prior, she had been diagnosed at the age of eight, with a very serious degenerative neurological condition. Mm -hmm. And we were walking this journey with her. And that's how I always viewed it was when her diagnosis came, I just, as we sat there uh, at the hospital with the doctors, I just became keenly aware, oh, oh, this is going to be her journey. Oh, this is going to be her parents' journey. Oh, I'm her grandmother. This is going to be part of my journey. Right. And um, it was like, we will walk this journey. 
how will we walk it? Mm. Um, and so, you know, that saying about we're all just here trying to walk each other home, mm. that became just so clear to me. Wow. So when the pandemic happened and she was in lockdown schooling from home and at that time she was in grade 11 going into grade 11 and just an excellent student brilliant girl but every six months from the time she was eight years old she lost more and more and more of her physical capabilities and it was very difficult to watch mm, and how she was trying to cope with this. So. Um, I spent a lot of time with her. I, um, we had, uh, they put in a pool for her because exercise was critical to keep her from getting blood clots. And so she still could swim. That was mm -hmm. one thing she loved and she could do it. And she had won this three wheeler bike from the mm -hmm. John McGivney Children's Center. And so we would go out for walks and she mm -hmm. would text me and say, Grandma, are you coming to the pool today? Are we going for a walk today? Yes. When she was done class. And so we would do that. And so it became very clear to me, this is where I needed to be. When she would text me, bam, I knew that's where I need to be. And it was such a beautiful gift that mm -hmm. it came to me through on purpose was to be very clear about what my priorities were. Yes. So we're going along on this journey. And last year, 2022, in the middle of June, she was about to graduate from high school scholarships to university and whatnot um the her course schedule was all prepared and picked out she she passed away suddenly and very unexpectedly hmm. and it was just horrendous shock and grief and what has happened here yeah and um wow. and it, and again, in hindsight, we were privileged because we managed to get to the hospital in time to be there when she passed. Mm -hmm. And um, although that's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a bit of trauma, it's mm -hmm. a gift. Yeah. So again, I use this term, I gave myself permission this time in a serious loss, I gave myself permission to take care of myself, to listen to myself, to feel what I was feeling as best I could. But it was this summer passed in the heat of the summer and we moved into fall. And when the seasons changed, you know, the reality set in and set in, this really happened. And so during the fall, I, I limited my activities. I promised myself this time, you will listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. You will take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I went online and I found various things. And of course, I know you, Crystal, from our past experiences together. And so when you're, it was just before Christmas. And again, when you're grieving freshly, that first of everything, you, yes. you're, you're afraid. That's How are we going to get through this? Is this like, will we survive this? You know, how will this be? And you have all these questions and it's basically fear-based. Mm. Um, but at any rate, so I decided, I saw your 12 days. And so I, um, I did your, the homework. 
you asked us to do your year in review. And so I took my day timer uh, there. I record everything I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I looked back each month and I picked out what had happened. And I, I did my, did my thing. And then as um, you instructed us during the 12 days to go back and look at each of those months and events and from various aspects to increase our awareness of where we had been. And um, but that was just so helpful to me. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it wasn't a major revelation, but everything felt like sort of a before Christ and after Christ. In other words, before Elena passed and after she passed, yep. it was like, whoa. Um, and, you know, those are things, sometimes we choose these changes and other times life just presents us with, with a serious, um, whack, like just serious shock. And then we, we are still, we realize we're still living. So we have to figure out how to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I had all this in mind. And then um, just before Christmas, um, I had declined an invitation to a big house party because I just knew I couldn't handle that many people in one space. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but my son invited me to go to the labyrinth walk that was being mm -hmm. held at one of the wineries. Mm -hmm. And so I took my notes that I had done from the 12 days of awareness. Mm -hmm. And I decided that when I went to the labyrinth, I was going to attempt to leave all the things on my labyrinth walk that I no longer wanted to carry into 2023. Mm -hmm. And so it was such a beautiful experience with the room was in darkness, silence, except for the singing bowls that were being played mm -hmm. and the Gregorian chants <laughs> that were ricocheting off the ceiling. Wow. But we walked in silence. And as I did, I just shook my hands at my sides and tried to leave all these things, the heaviness, the sorrow, the whatever, so that I could figure out how to move into 2023 with a little bit lighter spirit and take some of what I had learned. And so following that, then I have a tradition that on New Year's Eve, I'm a, I'm a dedicated walker. So mm -hmm. I walk, I, I walk and talk to myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I decided that I was going to um, do my New Year's Eve walk. And by that time, I already knew what were the things I wanted to leave behind. And so mm -hmm. I um, wrote them on little slips of paper. And mm -hmm. then I took a bundle of tin foil and put them in it and made like a little tin foil container mm -hmm. and I decided that I was going to do my walk and somewhere along my walk I was going to do my burning bowl ceremony and I was mm -hmm. going to burn and let go once again of these things I knew it wasn't you know you just don't say "Ooh, that's gone and bam it's gone you, you it's a repetitive process until you gradually can let it go and so I decided to walk along the herb gray parkway trails which are mm -hmm. near my house mm -hmm. and um and then I thought oh where will I do this I had headed for I was headed for the spring garden uh, nature area mm -hmm. but along the path I realized oh there's a turtle island monument here mm -hmm. that's sort of off to the side 
And it's this most magnificent turtle uh, with the metal legs. And then on his back is this huge rock. And I looked at, I thought, oh, I looked at him and I thought, wow, you're carrying the weight of the world, are you not? And I realized I was too. Mm. And so I did my little burning bowl ceremony at the turtle. And I let the flames go in the tinfoil pack and just watched them dissipate to the sky. And then when it was cooled, I crumpled it up and put it in the trash can that was nearby. And then I carried on my walk into the spring garden area, which is beautiful forested area, which I love very much. Mm. And uh, also um, part of your uh, awareness was to choose like what what's your theme going to be moving into the next year and um i said to you at the time oh i couldn't just pick one because there were three words that came to me and they all started with a <laughs> and the first one was i felt like i was beginning to awaken mm. again and i had this sense in my gut that i felt like i was kind of coming alive again and it was all through this awareness exercise that you had offered. And so I took these stones that I have here, they're little flat stones, and I took a marker and I wrote the three words, um, awaken, alive, and aware. And I put them right under my monitor on my desk so that mm -hmm. I would see them every day. And then it finally hit me, oh, I know what my theme is for the year. It is all those three, but really it's the word choice. Mm. I get to choose. Yeah. I get to choose my path. I get to choose what thoughts I hold in my head to help me navigate my journey. And nobody else makes those choices. It's, it's as similar as I get to choose what sort of foods I nourish my body with. I get to choose what kind of exercise I do to help me stay strong, but I get to choose what thoughts I hold in my head. And um, this idea of getting to pick and develop mental muscles to control my thinking because I realized that one of the things I had been doing was I had been replaying the movie uh, of when she left yeah. and um, it was uh, I wasn't trying to deny or that I didn't remember it but I realized that that wasn't going to help me move on in life and um be, I, I knew i'd never be the same but i knew that there was a possibility that i could be more yeah and so i chose to minimize the t playing of the movie mm -hmm. and i decided to play some new movies of what a gift she was to us and how my husband and I were privileged to have been there at her birth 
because her other mm -hmm. grandparents were away in, and couldn't get back in time. Mm -hmm. And that was my daughter-in-law's parents. And normally, you know, right. a girl wants her mother there, yeah. not necessarily her mother-in-law. Right. But we were privileged to have been there from the moment she came. Wow. And we were so honored to be there when her journey was over. So that's uh, what the gift of awareness uh, can do for you. And to think that, you know, Crystal, you and I have known each other for quite some time. We've interacted, but we hadn't had any, you know, conversations for mm -hmm. some time. Mm -hmm. But the even the gift of social media that you chose sort of because you had a sense Oh, the 12 days, I should do 12 days of awareness. And like, I'm kind of living proof of what happens when you had that awareness and then you chose to act on it and then look what a gift you gave to someone you didn't even know was following it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, um, I'm just savoring your vulnerability and your willingness to to share such a beautiful story. Um, you know, sometimes I think that we take life for granted. And I think that's when we're asleep and we're not aware and we just kind of go through the motions and think that, oh, this is what we do. And um to be aware the way that you have been aware from really deciding that you were all on the journey together, probably that day that you discovered Elena's um, diagnosis, that that was the gift to be able to do it together. Because how many families can get, have that support, have that dedication, that community to to really be with them so um i'm deeply moved by your story i'm having a hard time to talk here because i'm just choking up a little bit so thank you for that joanne and and you know i love that you gave yourself permission because again if we're not aware we just go through the motions and um, I think one of the, the things about your story, your journey, is that you know the difference between your human knowing and your soul knowing. And when you tap into what your soul knows, because our soul knows, you know, if we say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, our soul knows what to do. And when you gave yourself permission, it was like, okay. What is my soul telling me to do? And it was be still, listen, and know. Mm -hmm. And the 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 um, one of the purposes of the uh, the awareness process and the twelve days of awareness is to go beyond our physical knowing. So we start with our senses, and we start with our our thinking. We go to our heart, and eventually. We go to our imagination and our intuition and we tap into our soul knowing. And I think mm -hmm. that's where the gift is. And that's mm -hmm. 
when we really um, get to what life is all about. And I love your words, awaken, alive, and aware, because that's, that's really what we all need to do. We need to wake up and be alive. And so many of the um, spiritual writers and, you know, the desert fathers and even the, um, the, the guy who, who really started the Enneagram or really made it popular, um, they talk about we sleep through life because we're just not aware of what's happening around us and stuff happens. But when we stop and we're aware, it's like the, the one day where I said, well, what did you miss? Because we often just miss things in our life because we're asleep and we're just not paying attention. Mm -hmm. So um, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, as you were talking, um, you know, you started out saying that you were having a retreat um, beginning of 2020 and, um, you know, you've been doing the work, the on purpose work. So mm -hmm. I'd like to kind of shift to that because I, I think that you have a level of awareness that maybe a lot of people don't have because you've been doing this on purpose work. And I know that the on purpose person program is really, it's really about being aware. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm just wondering, how did you get started um, doing your work with the on purpose program? Okay. Well, yeah. Um, desperation brings people to, to an awareness. Um, the story about that is that 22 years ago, I was first introduced to the on-purpose uh, path, I'll call it, in, 20, in 2001 by reading this simple little soft-covered book called The On-Purpose Person. And it wasn't that title, but it was the subtitle that caught hmm. my attention because the subtitle said, making your life make sense. Hmm. And I remember thinking that would be really awesome. <laughs> uh, I really needed help in this regard. And the truth of it is I was at a serious crossroads. Hmm. I was overworked, frazzled, and frankly, burnt out. And I was seriously considering leaving my 13 year career in real estate that I had worked so hard to build. Hmm. But what, where I was at, I was very much like the man in the book. And the man in the book appeared to be so successful on the outside Mm. but he was unraveling inside mm -hmm. and that's where I was at you know I was you know the salesperson of the month and all that sort of thing mm -hmm. and I had a beautiful exterior <laughs> which I worked hard at too sure but um inside I felt disconnected I was asking myself questions like is this all there is mm. oh my goodness is this all there is to life the children had, um, we had three sons. They had all left home uh, the year prior. Mm. Uh, and so there was a bit of empty nest going on there. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, again, you know, this thing about, you just kind of have a gut feeling about something. Yeah. I read that book. I had the book for three years. I think I read it once <laughs> and thought, well, that's a cute little story. Yeah. And then three years later, I read it and I'm going, oh, 
that's me. I'm, I'm like the guy in the book. Mm. And so I made some phone calls and uh, to, there was a phone number in the back of the book and I called it and turned out it was a number in Florida. And I ended up talking to the author's secretary, mm -hmm. I guess, or his assistant. And she said, oh, I said, I want some more information on this thing. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, well, Kevin's having a three-day retreat on, in January. And I go, super, I'll be there. How do I, uh, what do I need to do here? Mm -hmm. I never asked, how much is it? Mm -hmm. um, uh, where is it? Nothing like that. I just said, yeah, I need to be there. And uh, I, because it was one of those things that it didn't matter what it cost because I was going. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. It, it, it was just had to be. And so um, I, I went and there's all kinds of little things that happened along the way with the airline and whatnot to get us there that were just like, once you make a decision, the pieces will fall in place if That's you ask right. the right questions and you know you're going. So it's going to happen. Just figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to this three-day workshop. And the funny part is, I thought I was going to a retreat to learn about on purpose. But what I had actually signed up for was a three-day training on how to be a facilitator. <laughs> and I clearly remember sitting there. There were there were eight of us that showed up, mm -hmm. four men, four women, mm -hmm. six Americans, two Canadians. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the two Canadians, we had both this man from, where was he from? He was a, owned a seed company in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And we had both gone because we had read the book and we wanted to know more. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and I remember saying <laughs> to Kevin, listen, I paid a lot of money and I was really inconvenienced to get here and I am not leaving until I have my two word purpose statement. Okay. <laughs> and it was sort of, and he must've been thinking what's with this chick. But anyway, um, so I, I went through this, this uh, thing with him, this three day uh, retreat. And um, it, it really was, it was the beginning of a new journey of clarity of purpose and it was I came back and I just had this excitement about life and I um, promised myself that I was going to spend the next year just reviewing and reviewing and trying to integrate these concepts into my life mm -hmm. and I was like I had honestly it was like I had a new set of glasses if you've ever had your glasses upgraded, if you have vision issues oh, yeah. and you go, whoa, like when I got contact lenses the first time I go, whoa, you can roll your eyeballs and you can see clearly even to the side. This is really cool. <laughs> well, that's what it felt like when I got a new set of vision. Hmm. And um, so I also knew that if I didn't share this with other people, yeah it was going to just become one of those other really super exciting weekends. And then in about six months, it would fizzle and you wouldn't even remember what it was about. Yeah. So I called five of my friends and said, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but I think you need to know about this. And I called them over to my house. <laughs> I gave them each a book and I said, we're going to study this. thing, <laughs> And they did. Mm -hmm. And, um, but anyway, what happened to me was, was like my energy came back mm. and I 
I, I pondered things. And then six months later, I said to my husband, I think I know how to do it now. I am going to stay in this business. And the crazy thing that happened hmm. was when I made that decision, because I felt like I had a new way of doing things. Yeah. What happened was my production doubled in three years. Oh, wow. My stress level was cut in half by at least half, if not more. And I just had this incredible sense of um, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah. This is this is my vehicle to serve the world right now. Mm -hmm. And I um, just clients fell into my path from here, there and everywhere. Hmm. And it was just amazing because this is, again, I knew that's where I needed to be. And I also knew that I had this compelling sense that this would be this on purpose facilitating thing would be part of my future. Hmm. But I also knew that right now, this is where I needed to be. This was the vehicle mm -hmm. uh, for us to uh, prepare for our retirement. You know, when you're raising yep. kids and putting them through college and whatever, it's expensive. And we were self-employed. And so we needed to put ourselves in a position for retirement. And, uh, and that's on purpose gave me so, so much. And I just felt that others deserve to know about this mm. and the it gave me awareness and the gift of uh, knowing where I needed to be when I needed to be there and um, that was just a, a beautiful thing and so 22 years later I'm still connected with Kevin mm -hmm. I told him at one point this is what I'm going to do when I retire. So figure out how, what kind of relationship we're going to have because <laughs> I, need, I, I need to do this. Uh -huh. I, and he, he understands that sense of purpose. And oh, what's very interesting is my two word purpose statement ended up being connecting joy. Huh. And it's funny, in all the years I worked with people with helping them find their homes and sell their homes, I never thought I was a salesperson because I wasn't. I was a connector. Uh, I always was. Yeah, yeah. That, um, yeah. So that, that's how it got going. And it obviously stuck. 22 years later, here I am. I'm turning 75 this year. Wow. And I just, I'm just so grateful. So grateful oh, for. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I have to uh, tell our listeners that um, when I was a co-host on Lifestyles, um, Soiree Lifestyles 2020, you were one of our guests and you spoke about uh, on purpose. And um, I believe it was the beginning of 2021, maybe. Yes. Because we started, we started, uh, I think in April, 2020. And so mm -hmm. you... Um, you were one of our guests and it was great. And then the four of us decided we would like to do your program together. Mm -hmm. And for me, it really was a pivotal moment in the birthing of Journey to Inner Wisdom and my podcasts and my workshops and my programs, because I had been 
retired for seven or eight years and oh, I did a variety of things and was kind of wandering in the wilderness and not quite finding my niche. And when I did the workshop with you, my two word uh, purpose was unearthing treasures. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's what I do. When I work with people, I help them to unearth their treasures. Like I help them to find their magic. And um, yeah. it yeah. was amazing because the this I think this must have been the beginning of 2021 because at the beginning of COVID or the beginning of 2021, yeah. I had also been at um, a workshop and they talked about um, what is your magic? And it really resonated with me. So there, over, over COVID, COVID was an amazing time for me. And your program was really pivotal in what I'm doing now. So thank you for that. Oh, well. You're welcome. I was so excited when, <laughs> when I heard your two words and I'm thinking, oh, this explains everything. She's just that unearthing and your love of gardening and and just mm. this turning turning I think we started with cultivating treasure yes. and then it became unearthing and then it just was boom like that's it and yeah. it's just so you and yeah. it, it it's just uh so shockingly simple but yes. so powerful so powerful yeah it it, it really is I I um and it's a, the book is very straightforward, your processes, the exercises, it, it's really a nice system to um, get to that point of, oh, two words, because you two words, how can I put it in two words? I was, I have to say, I was quite skeptical at first. I thought, two words? Like, yeah, real, yeah really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, it was so... Um, smooth and easy just the way that the process was set up and you facilitated it so well and it was so great for our group because um we really got to know one another even more um because we we still had a, a lot of episodes that we were doing after I guess another year we were working on it um mm -hmm. before we let it go so um that was that was really that was really wonderful um, so let, let's just, I, oh, I, you know what I wanted to, uh, another comment I wanted to make was when you talk, talked about um, your, your thinking and how you got stuck in um, that watching the video over and over and you were trying to control your thinking and it just made me realize how made me think of, well, for one, it, that was a response to a traumatic situation mm -hmm. but we so often um get into those thought cycles and those thought cycles are often based on beliefs that don't serve us mm -hmm. um and so part of the awareness process is to begin to uncover some of those limiting beliefs that you know were things maybe we grew up with or we had a boss that told us this is how it should be or whatever and we just take them on without thinking and as we become more aware of the beliefs behind our our actions and whatever then we have choice which is exactly what your word is for the year it's like you have a choice of what you think about about everything that you said and I think that is again 
one of the beauties and the aims of being aware is that it leads us through a process that frees us. And there's a freedom about it that without being awake and aware, it's very difficult because then we, then we fall into that we're human beings having a spiritual experience as opposed to being spiritual beings having a human experience. Right. Because then it's, it's just clear what our, our, our purpose is. So Joanne, mm-hmm. I, I have a couple more um, uh, thoughts here. I, I'm wondering for you, you've had a, a, an interesting, diverse uh, journey with many chapters. And, and during that time, I know that Kevin has certainly been an inspiration for you. Who have, who have been the other, either people or authors or um, mentors who have inspired you on your journey? Uh, I've had many. Um, I am an avid reader mm-hmm. and I have a stack of at least a dozen books here um, for this year. But um, over the course of time, um, being a student of um, personal development and what makes people tick, mm-hmm. um, I've had some what you would call famous mentors. Mm-hmm. Bob Proctor was one of my mentors mm-hmm. um, he was known by many people as one of the participants in the the, the secret mm-hmm. uh, movie that came out that's right but yeah but I was introduced to him in my very early days of real estate mm-hmm. when uh, a friend of mine went to one of his workshops which I said I can't go I can't afford to go I'm barely breaking even here yeah um and I can't take the morning off to go listen to someone speak and pay them. Yeah. And, uh, but they went and uh, they brought me back a set of, of cassettes uh-huh. and uh, of his, and it was called your mission in commission. Mm. And uh, I played those things over and over and over again, hmm. because it became clear to me that I the way I thought was mm-hmm. not uh, going to get me where I wanted to go. Right. And I was going to have to change my thinking and that my business could only grow to the extent that I was willing to grow as a person yeah. and expand my, my thinking. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, the man was brilliant. He was brilliant. He just passed away last year. Yeah, shortly before Elena did. And, uh, but fortunately, everything of his is in books and tapes yes. and, and, and CDs and whatever that you have access to. But um, so we invested uh, huge amounts of money to go to workshops that he he gave mm. because my husband and I both realized that uh, we were from a generation of, of people who always we were the trusting type. You know, we thought the parents mm. know everybody knows you just follow what the people tell you and and then everything works out well we found out that really eventually you have to grow up and stand on your own two feet (laughs) and um that your parents don't necessarily know everything they may have known what was fine for that time but they don't know what's going to serve you in your future your lawyer doesn't know the teacher doesn't know and certainly the well I won't go there, but a lot of people don't know, right. <laughs> but we were taught to be the trusting folks who followed along. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so Bob was very, very instrumental. We were part of a mentoring program with him in later years where he would send us a book every month. Mm-hmm. And then we read the book and then he would have online discussions cool. on what he considered the golden nuggets out of these books. Yeah. And um, so th- there was that. Um, but there were also, I'll tell you who were inspirational, were the first group of friends who came to On Purpose at my mm. house. And what happened there was within a year, mm-hmm. each one of them made what I would have considered a significant shift or change in their life. Hmm. The one person who was, I'll call him a displaced accountant, mm-hmm. he'd, been, he'd been downsized by a large corporation. Mm-hmm. He went out and bought a business that was for sale that wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. And he resurrected and revived that business. Hmm. It was totally in line with his two word purpose statement. Huh. The other woman was a realtor friend of mine, and mm-hmm. she was sick and tired of listening to other people who thought they knew. And <laughs> she chose not to be working for the mail brokers who were available at the time and mm-hmm. she got her broker's license and she bought her own franchise and she ran it quite successfully and subsequently sold it to a man after she had the thing running nicely good for her uh, <laughs> and the other woman all she really wanted to do she was a realtor also but she wanted to retire mm-hmm. and she wanted to take care of her aging mother yep. and she did that and and life went on and Yourself, Crystal, you are such an inspiration to me to see that you have all these years of expertise and yet you're so humble and you're so open to learning. Mm-hmm. And you, you took this little nugget of this little revelation of the unearthing treasures and look what you have done with that and look at the people that you have affected with that. You know, my my thinking is that at the core of each of us, what we really want is we want to know that our lives have meaning, that we are significant, and that our presence here on this journey makes a difference to one or two people. But but we have the capacity to affect way more folks than that Mm. and what if some little nugget that we pass on to them becomes the catalyst that allows them to open their life and become aware that they're not just here by accident Mm -hmm. that there is a reason there is a significant uh, purpose for them to be here and to impact the lives of other people Mm Uh, so we have our mentors and, and these people that, you know, have become very well known, but I would suggest to you that there are heroes who live among us. Oh, yes. And if mm. you knew the lives that many people walk and the um, challenges that they overcome on a day-to-day basis, um, they're living examples. I often think that my son and his wife and their 10-year journey 
And I always would think of the quote about courage doesn't always roar. Mm. Courage is that that gets you up the next morning and says, I will walk one more day. Yeah. And um, those are my heroes. Those are my inspiration. Um, uh, people, and there's several other uh, people that have uh, worked the program and they, they have taken it. It's just become the spark. And now they're out there shining. It's like, you see this universe of all these little lights popping up here mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. And they're all people who have taken the time to increase their awareness of what the heck are you doing here? Like, don't, don't let it be flat. Like if you're going to be here anyway, like step it up a notch. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. That's great, Joanne. Um, I I'm wondering um, if you have recommendations for uh, our listeners on how to begin their path of a purposeful life. Yeah, I have. It's a really simple, simple step. And I, I guess I'm going to duplicate myself is that you can order this little book. Mm -hmm. It's a soft covered book. It's called The On Purpose Person. Mm -hmm. The author is Kevin McCarthy. And the book is available on Amazon for I think it's $20 Canadian. And of course, they will ship it right to your house. And I would suggest first step is to read the book. And for me, I always read with a highlighter. Mm -hmm. Now, some people, they just can't make themselves do that because it would be destructive. But mm -hmm. <laughs> get a notepad if you, if you can't mark it up, bring yourself to do that. But make notes and read it with a level of consciousness of what is jumping out at you and make notes about that and start from there. And the little exercises within the book, start with that. And I have reread that book at least once a year for 22 mm. years. And every time I read it, I use a different highlighter for one thing. And <laughs> I, I mark in the column, the date and the year oh, that something hit me. Yeah, yeah. And it's just amazing. It's a simple little book. It looks like a little cute little storybook. Yep. But there are nuggets in there that uh, keep popping up. And that's where I would say to start. If, if, you're, if it grabs you like it did with me and hits you between the eyes and you go, whoa, that's me. Uh, then my, you can contact me uh, at um, probably the easiest way is I have a, a Facebook page called, uh, I think it's Joanne Mugi, um, the on-purpose lady. You can send me a message or, and you can contact me that way and we can have a conversation and I can direct you where to go next um, as far as starting to work through some of the exercises that Crystal referred to when we did the program and um, to, to help you get started. Um, it's really, 
it's up to you what you want out of it. But just bear in mind that what we invest in is what we get back. So if mm -hmm. you're willing to invest some of 20 bucks and your time to get a hold of this little book and start there, then we can figure out where to go from there of what you may need. And uh, you won't grab the whole thing all in one shot. I can tell you that. Um, although Crystal was a pretty quick study. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I started, I would say my level of awareness was not super great. Mm. I was very caught up in, you know, my work and what I was doing. I had that part of my life like mm -hmm. anchored like crazy, but the rest of my life was in shambles. Not shambles, but in in disarray. It wasn't um, orderly. So it takes sometimes a couple of runs at this for it to kind of really click. Mm. But I can I can certainly attest to the fact that um, it can enrich one's life tremendously. Absolutely. So that would be a starting point. And I'm hesitant. I don't want to put my phone number out here, but you can reach me that way or join Dietrich Mugi on Facebook. You can send me a private message and I'll get back to you. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, good. And um, I think I'm going to have, well, my book has been out on my desk uh, for the last couple of weeks. So I think I need to reread it. And I, I love the fact that you, you, when you highlight, you put the date, that's such a good idea because going back rereading, it's like you're a different person with all of the yep. experiences of this last year. And then, so something else will, will strike you. So that's a really great, um, a great suggestion. So Joanne, we will put the, um, your, your Facebook, uh, page link on uh, the podcast so that people will be able to get that. Okay. okay. And, um, then they can get in touch with you. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe even we'll put the name of the book on as well so that they can, um, they have that reference as well. And sure. do you have any last comments before we uh, wind up? Well, yes, my last uh, comment would be, uh, thank you so much, Crystal, for giving me the opportunity to share some of this um, latest part of the journey of my life. As I said to you, um, I had this instinct to reach out to you mm. because I, was trying to re-engage myself back into a, a position of where I could give to the world what I thought was valuable and, and helpful to them. So I do thank you for that opportunity um, to re-engage in life. And um, I'll see where the journey goes from here, but I do appreciate it. And uh, I wish you all the best with your podcasts and um, you really are an inspiration to um, touching the lives of other people. And really that's where it's at. Well, thanks. thanks, Joanne. Um, it was interesting when you approached me, I knew immediately it was the right thing to do. Um, I have a long list of guests, but I thought, oh, this is perfect. It fits right in with my 12 days of awareness. So um, yeah. thank you again for, for joining me and for sharing uh, on such a deep level and sharing your awareness of and insights into your journey. Um, I, I, I'm deeply touched by 
by your sharing today. Thank you. So thank you, those of you who have uh, joined us today, and uh, I hope you will join me next time as I continue to explore the ABCs of the journey to inner wisdom. I've been off my ABCs for January, but you know, we can always get back to them and we will in February. Um, we will be, I will be talking with the relationship wizard just before Valentine's Day. So um, we'll have some great information for relationships. And so that will be an R. We're, we're going into the R of the ABCs. And so before I end, I just want to ask you, uh, do you want to have an expansive 2023? And if you do, I want you to consider my Enneagram program. Um, and in the program, as you are uncovering your blind spots and habitual unconscious patterns and discovering your growing edge of your soul's yearning, you will become more alive, more awake, and more aware. This journey takes you behind your personality, behind the mask, to your essence. Through self-awareness, self-observation, and curiosity, you will discover broader and deeper aspects of your journey. You will discover how each enneotype has a unique way also of sabotaging goals and intentions and learn how to overcome that. So with a clear, so with the way clear, you will break free in 23. So you can go to my website to reserve, reserve your spot for a, the special edition of the Enneagram where we focus more on goals and intentions and where we will not only explore those blind spots and habitual unconscious patterns, but really begin to um, look at achieving your intentions and goals with more awareness. So remember, one size doesn't fit all. So I hope you will join me next time um, as we have that conversation with the Relationship Wizard for Valentine's Day. Thanks for joining us.